Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Leads with Live stream. This episode, the 8th of February, 2020, number 248. Yes, I am Alex Garthon Marsh, and with me, as always, is Brett, Heathen Dog, Chrisima. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. And sorry we're a little late today. We were really making our RNG segment perfect. And now it is the shining example of awesomeness that you deserve it to be. Uh, well, that's part of Also, we were discussing uh, possible symptoms of a hernia. Just, you know, so us old guys could discuss important old guy stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. important old guy stuff. Yeah. How Crotch are you? health is important. It is very important. How are you today, Brett? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Uh, what happened? Oh, uh, I taught my son how to play Battleship today. Like, like uh, the pe- like the peg board game? Yes, the peg board game. Yes, and uh, he <laughs> almost beat me. <laughs> oh, jeez, like that close. He was like that close. Well, you know, the he game had, is so random. You know, I know he had three of my ships down before I even had one of his. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I ended up I pulled it out at the end. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I got all of his ships and he got four out of the five of mine, but I still won. Well, you know, losing and, and, battleship is never, can, you could never say I was outskilled at battleship. Well, there are tactics. There are tactics Such for, as they are. for proper placement, but a lot of it, you're right, is just dumb luck. You know, that's, Pretty how, much. that's how it works. Yeah. And uh, his, his tactic, he decided to go line for line. Uh, just fill up the line from the from the from the bottom to the top. Just so happens that I put three of my ships toward the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happened to work. <laughs> just that one time, you know. <laughs> that one time I did that, so that was bad. But uh, I actually used a an X pattern on him and uh, ended up winning the day. But uh, yeah, sometimes dumb luck will get you, though. Yeah, that's all it takes. What uh, about you? I, I spent the day. What did I do? My daughter was singing in the district chorus. So it's a, I don't know if it's a big deal, but it's a, there's a, out of the 1,500 people who applied, only like 100 were chosen. And she was one of them. So that was pretty good. Okay. One yeah. out of 100. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. One out of 1,500. So yeah. So that's pretty Fifth, good. Oh, well, that's even better. Yeah. It was 100 out of 1,500 chosen. So it was pretty good. Oh, okay. That'd All be, right. yeah, maybe that's one out of 150. I don't know. But yeah, pretty good, pretty good. So, pretty high. So the concert was really nice. Uh, well, your your uh, your daughter goes to a, uh, an arts type school, she right? So does she goes to the gifted school, which also has the gifted arts program, right? But she is there for the gifted intellectual program. Just so happens to also sing choir and stuff. Anyway, no one cares about old people stuff. I also played video games, important ones. Did he sink your yes. battleship? That's a good question. Yes, Ravenslayer, he did sink my battleship. The only one, <laughs> the only one I had left was my sub, which is pretty appropriate. The subs are subs are wily. Fair enough. So, That's what they're that for. Was the last one. Yeah. All right, moving on. And he the dog. See the dog. Anime on the stream. We have a three, or should it be a three season, yep. spring and summer, and in slash specter. Yep. Both of those are uh, are. Uh, selections from people who threw them at me hard through discord so very nice very nice and agathas calipo amazing spider-man the daily bugle number one not to be confused with spider-man the daily bugle or just the daily bugle 
Who would ever confuse that? I know. Come on. Uh, Arrow number seven and Spider-Verse number four. And the RNG, we're going to ask you a question. Are you playing the wrong RPG? Because you just might be playing the wrong RPG. And we'll talk about that. Not wrong, just, you know, wrong for you. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. They're wrong. Because <laughs> there's a lot of options out there. We're going to talk about those. And information. We're going to talk about today's giveaway. Give me Shantae, Half Genie Hero. Uh, it's a good game. A lot of fun. Platformer action. Lots of fun. Great game. Highly reviewed. Great soundtrack. It's a good game. I've played other Shantae games. Not this one. But Shantae games are fun. This one's really good, from I, what I've heard. I, I looked up the uh, the Steam reviews, and over half of the positive reviews actually say they loved the soundtrack. And for for half the people to say they love the soundtrack, it's got to be good, because normally people are like, who cares? That's true. That yeah. is true. I have a cat meowing at me. All right. Streaming schedule. Prime. Sunday. 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 Uh, 9 p.m. Lunar Solar Star Strike Complete. We're gonna we're gonna get back on that horse now that I could talk again. Uh, hey. So I'll see you there. That's me, Garthon, he the dog. At Monday and Wednesday, 10 a.m. Seven days to die. Actually, Wednesday, Wednesday, I should have amended because Wednesday I have uh, doctor's appointments during the day, so I will not be playing. On not Wednesday. this week, but normally. Normally. At normally. 8 p.m. Don't starve together with. Is my fault with yeah? My fault and shares. Yep. Yep, and Sauce Mouse. And Sauce Mouse, very cool. Oh, yeah, I see Sauce Mouse, which is kind of small. Yeah, his name is really big, so... It's a longer sure name, so it gets smaller yeah. when you write it that way. Exactly. Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Elizabeth, team up, Imperial Glass Survival. He the dog and Garthon are way in the lead. Will it stay that way? Yes, yes. because we are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, right up until Ravenslayer gets his computer up and running. Yeah, right until they, they catch up and... Yeah. Then they murder all of our poor bases. Poor, innocent bases, which were not taken from anyone previously. <laughs> 10 a.m., Friday, 7 days to die, Heathen Dog. And Saturday, 8 p.m. Central, Elizabeth live stream, anime, comics, games, nerd stuff. RPGs. We do all that. And then, on the deuce, Elizabeth 2. Sunday, Monday. You could, you could just worry about that about your little selves. Wednesday! Noon, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Uh, Max has been having fun with that game. It's a good game. So everyone should watch that because, you know, it's a good game. Thursday, 11 a.m., Portal Lights with Noro. That's fun. Therapy. Therapy right there. And Friday at 12 a.m., more Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. The year of the GRPG from the Heathen Dog. I'm Legion with two, The Deuce. And don't forget, Gen 2020 is coming. Uh, tickets are already on sale, so you could buy your tickets right away and you should do that if you want tickets yes i'm already hooked up i have to do nothing i have my tickets i have my plane tickets i have my hotel i am done just waiting for the day but the well, housing no, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm waiting for may so i can sign up for my games but other than that that's all i'm doing the housing portal lottery happens the night of february at 11 a.m so you need to get your ticket before I, then to try and get on the lottery I, for a room yes uh it starts at 11 a.m i got my block at 7.47 p.m. Interesting. So, uh, Max Liao said, hey, uh, if you get your block before mine, could you roll that dice to see if you get a good one? Because maybe I'll get crap. And I, I saw the list of hotels, and a lot of it is like 14, 18, 23 miles away. I'm like, yep. holy crap. Oh, yep. 
Activity sign up 17 of May. So that's where you get to choose the games. And the best four days of gaming starts the 3rd of July, 2020. So join our Gen Con discussions. Join members of the Legion of Myth. Party down at Gen Con 2020. The only Gen Con to happen in the year 2020. That's fair. Twitch, YouTube, social media, twitch.tv, Legion of Myth. It's our primary Legion of Myth channel on Twitch. It's where we stream anime, comics, and games. He's on Steam with Garth Hunt's retro games and also other games. Legion of Myth 2 is the deuce. Oh, yeah. Bump, bump, the deuce. Legion with two, secondary channel, Max Leo's channel, where he's doing the year of the JRPG and Norris Variety streams, and every 1,000 bits he gets, he'll give a giveaway of a game Free or game? something. That's good stuff. Yep. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Myth. Highlighted Legion with weekly live stream segments, highlight video game streams, and recorded tabletop RPG videos, including unboxings and other such things. Tweet at Legion Myth. We'll tweet us. We'll tweet you. We'll have a tweet fest. It'll be a storm of tweets, possibly. We do give uh, <laughs> updates on what's going on on Twitter. So hang out there. And Discord, where you can chat with us and other members of Legion of Myth. And we do update that fairly regularly. So uh, yeah. be there. It's fun stuff. And don't forget to get our gear. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Yeah. We'd like to thank all of our Patreons and our Twitch supporters. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Gary M, Brian H, Sheriff, Zahn, JB Jen, Sean Pack Slayer, Sean Butts. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. You guys keep us going. You keep the giveaways happening. We really, really do appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Review system. Half star is bad. Five star is amazing. So you can do the math from there. There you go. Do the math. Do the math, bad Hank. Do the math. <laughs> Do you understand that reference, Mr. Heathen Dog? That was from King of the Hill, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, for those who don't get it, it's one of my favorite King of the Hill bits. Okay. All right. Hank Hill's father, Cotton. <laughs> Hank Hill's an adult. He's, yes. It, he's yes. like 40. But his he's father... He's a propane salesman. Right. But his father, who's an old man, needs to have another child. And he names the kid Good Hank. <laughs> and, of course, Hank Hill goes, Good Hank? What does that make me? His dad just looks at him. Do the math. So. <laughs> I love that bit. Terrible bit, but great bit. All right. <clears throat> Deep voice for importance. Deep voice. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children at the age of 13. And maybe including foul or offensive language. Cold-hearted orb that rules the night, robs <laughs> the colors from our sight. Red is gray and yellow-white, and thank you for understanding and continued viewership. Was that code? That, 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 was, that was satanistic code, wasn't it? That was Knights in White Satin. Knights in White Satin... Exactly Never what I said. Satanist code. I said so. What? <laughs> In a world of poor substitutions, one man dares to bring you the truth. One man who fears not the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. And that man is Heathen Dogs Anime on the Stream. Thank you very much, Garthon. Hello, everyone. 
Hope I find you well. Today, we are going to talk about the anime A3, season, spring, and summer. Now, this isn't my normal fare. This is more of a slice of life thing. There's no good guy, bad guy. It's just people trying to get trying to get something going. Looks I, like I one of those you... one girl and five guy, like, harem videos. Those are all guys. It used to be a mobile game. That's why they look like that. All right, fair Remember? enough. Okay. Now, uh, I want you to think of uh movies from your youth where the where the plucky young uh ne'er-do-wells and and upstarts and uh failures get together and they try to form the greatest baseball team ever or form a dance club or whatever this is that anime now if you like that great go ahead and hit like subscribe follow do all the good stuff and check out all the old content because this, this this is the kind of stuff I do all day. But right now, let's talk about A3. A3 is all about a uh, an acting troupe who who uh, who are at the Mankai Company. Uh, Thank you, Ravenslayer. It's the theater. And the theater is in trouble. And they have to get it out of arrears from the Lone Shark, a.k.a. Yakuza, and uh, save, their, save their company from being turned into, I think, a bar or a nightclub or something like that. Because you... Cause yeah, mobsters like nightclubs, right? Yeah, they I do. Mean, that's what they do. So let's uh, let's look at the credits of this thing. Uh, now, I want to tell you right now, this is brand new. This has had three episodes so far. All right. So concrete data on this is hard to come by. The reason being is because, like I said earlier, it was a mobile game. There have been two live play adaptations. That's right. Acting about anime acting about mobile game acting so that that's that's a lot of japanese to comb through okay and google translate is not great no matter what google says so some of this stuff may be wrong all right especially the writer i could have gotten the writer wrong it could have been one of the uh hikaru sato could be one of the, he wrote one of the plays or he wrote dialogue for the for the mobile game i'm not entirely certain all right but so take all that with a grid the one thing you should know is that you can watch on hulu right all now right. All right, simulcast on Hulu. Okay, so let's go to our actors. First is Sakuma Sakuya. He is a 17-year-old student. All right, it's been his dream to act. Luckily, in this in this fictional Japan, there is a, a place called Verlude Way, which is basically uh, an acting town paradise. Okay, uh, there's street actors everywhere. There's all kinds of acting troops and guilds, and it's it's basically Broadway for Japan. All right. If you can make it here, you've made it. So he comes here to try and join a troop. He has to join one that has that has dormitories because he's away from home, and he finds he 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 finds the the the, the Mankai Theater. Now he's full of drive and passion. He is he's young, he's he's got ambition. He's got the soul. He's got heart. He's just right now not very good because what he doesn't have is experience. He's done nothing. Nothing. Now, his first performance was seen by one person. One person. And that person was, next, is Izumi Tachibana. Now, she was moved by Sakia's performance. Not because he was good, because he wasn't, but because he was full of passion. Now, she is the daughter of a former troop member of the Mankai Theater. Could, could have been a, a, a troop leader. 
but it, it's not clear as of yet. Uh, she's there because she receives a letter from the theater manager asking for her father's help. And she hasn't seen her father in years. He's been gone for years. So she said, well, I maybe I should go check it out. Maybe there's something I can do. So she goes there. And this is the day of uh, of Sakia's performance. And right afterward, the, the Yakuza loan shark is going to uh, demolish the frontage to turn into a nightclub. Well, she ends up talking herself into a hole and takes over as the the theater director. And it's her job to now save the theater. And who she say who is she saving it for? Well, let's go to the next slide. And, and we see Matsukawa. He's the theater manager. He's been trying to keep this place afloat for a couple of years now, since most of the actors, all of the actors left one after another. They used to have 20 actors in their troupe. And they, and they used to, they were called the spring, summer, autumn and winter troops because that's when they would be on in, during those seasons that that's so that's, that's all the seasons that's all the seasons exactly right and uh this uh, the, the mankai theater was special because it was open all year because they had so many actors they could they could cycle them in this oh, manner right, fair enough yeah so they were making money hand over fist because a lot of times for a couple seasons or during the year they were the only place open but now they got no actors, they got no income. He had to go to the Yakuza to get money to keep the place open. And now, well, that bill's come due. All right. He's been trying to replace the actors, but he's not very good. He's kind of a bumbling oaf. So he has failed time and time again. So he's super happy when Izumi came by. And was suckered and into, he, to, to Oh yeah, and, and was and was suckered into help. And I was like, Phew, okay, I'll, I'll go back to doing backdrops and props like I'm supposed to. And I'll let you handle the business side of it. And since I put us in that, debt with loan sharks, now you can take care of that. Yeah, for me. yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's that's like the next bridge we pass. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. So let let's look at all of the other actors that that uh, that Izumi finds uh, in in the first in the first cu couple episodes. This is enough to fill up the spring troop. Al along with uh, Sakia, this is enough to fill up the spring troop. The first one is Ma Masumi Usi. Now he's a loner. He's on the top left. He's got the the headphones on on his neck. He only signed up because he immediately saw the new director and is like, "Oh, I like her." That's how I got into acting in high school. There you go. And so he signed up. And then we have Itaro Chigasaki. He's the he's the guy uh, going. We're, I'm going clockwise here at this moment. Uh, he's got in the right. And uh, he's he's a he's a salary man, so he's got a day job, but he needs to cut expenses. So the idea of living in a dormitory for free really appeals to him. The reason being is because he needs more money to pump into his real addiction, which is online gaming. That's just sad. So he's willing to act for room and board loot boxes. Gotcha crates. Exactly. He's, he's got, he's got loot lust. That's it. He's got it. And then we have Citron. He's actually on the bottom left. He's a foreign exchange student. Uh, he seems to be looking, he seems like he's just looking for a place to stay. And they were saying, well, we, we got free dorms for actors. He's like, oh, well, then I'm an actor. Now he's got some problems. Uh, uh, Japanese is not his first language, so he screws up words sometimes. But he screws them up in the funniest ways that they're not sure if, if he's messing with them or not sometimes. Like 
was that an accident or did you meet or was that allegory what what so yeah they he they haven't quite zeroed him down yet and then on the bottom right we have uh we have minagi uh, he joined because no one else would give him a chance to be a playwright, which is what he wants to do. So he has to act, but he gets to write the first play. And he, he wrote an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet called Romeo and Julius. No homo. It's not gay. It's about friends. I know what you're thinking. Stop it. I wasn't even going to imply. No, I'm oh, you're talking to Max. All right. No, I'm, I'm pointing at Ravenslayer. Oh, okay. There you go. So let, let's look at the theater for a second. The Mankai Theater, like I said, known for running year-round. Fallen on hard times. Izumi has been given three tasks by the Lone Shark to keep the Mankai Theater open. The first is you have to have a show ready to go in one month and sell out the final showing. Two. You have to you have to be back up to four troops within well, I'm sorry, not within, but by the end of the year, you have to be running four troops again, like you were in your heyday. And third and final, you have to pay off what you owe me in one year's time from today. You know, that really sounds more like he's just a theater fan. Really. It is. That, that that's why he took on so much unsecured debt for this theater. They owe him ten million yen. That's a lot. That. I mean, it sounds it, it's it, it's a couple million dollars. It's more I think. yen than I have. Yeah, it's a lot more yen than I have too. Fine, fine. Yeah, I'll give you that. But uh, yeah, uh, and he can be demanding because he's a yakuza loan shark. So yeah, they're not going to say no. They'll either they'll, they'll at best lose the theater, at worst lose their lives. So uh, ten million yen is currently ninety one thousand one hundred sixteen dollars and nineteen cents. Okay, it's not a whole lot. I got that. I can actually oh, ninety one thousand is a lot of money, man. I I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I can float him that. That's fine. No problem. No problem. <laughs> All right, but let's uh, let's talk about what I gave it. I gave it two and a half stars. It's I called it average. I'll tell you why. The story is interesting. I like it. I like the idea where there was this there was this legendary theater falling on hard times, and now it has to be saved by these up-and-coming actors and playwrights and people at the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time. It's it's got that, it's got that underdog feel to it. I like it. And in the first three episodes, we see all of them, at least a little bit, make some growth to become better. Not just better at acting, but also better toward each other, better people. It's already got character growth, and I love it. I like that. Now, what I didn't like about it is the characters are kind of written poorly. I mean, you don't have to give the entire backstory right away, but you have to give more than they have. It's like, why are you here? I don't know. Why are you staying? I don't, I don't know. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. That was really helpful. And the, the writing, the general writing is childish because they're all children or or young adults but it's not because the situation is not childish there's lots at stake and they 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 have some weighty dialogue some of the dialogue is childish and some of it is adult it's mixed in strangely it's just poor writing in general 
which I didn't like. So I had to knock it down. So I gave it two and a half stars. If you like a uh, slice of life type anime or, or you like the bad news bears type movies, you know, where, where the underdogs win in the end, which is probably what's going to happen here. Then you'll, you'll like this. So it's like dodgeball, but with young Japanese actors, dodgeball, but with acting dodgeball theater. There you go. Dodgeball theater. There it is. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, what do you think of this anime? So go ahead and give me comments, throw up in chat. That'd be great. And what do you think of these slice of life animes? Not real action, not real punch them up. No, no, but but more like life situations and navigating, you know, life itself. No real good guy, no real bad guy, just situations to be overcome. And is there any anime that you'd like me to review? I'll review it. Like, like I said in the beginning, uh, the, the two animes I'm doing today were given to me through Discord. So there you go. And if you like these reviews, you want more of them, then be sure to like and share this video to your friends, your families, your people who like anime. I mean, if you like anime, you know people who like anime, share it with them. It's fine. And of course, subscribe to the Legion of Myth. And there you go. And uh, oh yeah, one more thing. Remember, be a legionnaire. And the shadows stood upon the edge of the wasteland, and written upon it was thus... Lo, my name is Heathen Dog. Look upon my works, ye mighty, and tremble. Heathen Dogs, anime on the stream. Thank you, Garthon. Hello, everyone. Hope we find you well today. Heathen Dog here. And today I have an anime for you called Inspector. And yes, that is a play on words. Because how it is. he actually can look inside of people. No, oh. <laughs> not quite. But if you like horrible puns and you like people guessing and being wrong, then you're going to love this. I like that and girl love in the this background. Is, is there more of her? There is more of her. Don't worry about it. Bad person, <laughs> her. You are a bad person. If you like anime boobs, then yeah, go ahead and hit like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but let's talk about Inspector right now. Uh, it's it's really all about the girl. I'm in trying front. to find the like button. Uh, just a sec. <laughs> Iwanaga. Uh she she's a girl who uh uh said yes to a job for spirits and now her life is really really strange. Oh, gift sub from Zon. Oh wow. What happened? Whoa! Zon gave an eleventh month gift sub to Duncan Idaho eleven. Oh my eleven God. for the eleven. Zon, wow. thank you. Thank you. And Duncan thanks you as well. Yes, he better. Or he's a little, little bitch very boy if he doesn't. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's on. Well, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that too then. You're going to give him another get sub to, to Duncan? No, I had to subscribe. Oh, yeah, subscribe. My, my, my subscription ran out, <laughs> ran out the other day. So there you go. But uh, where, was where was I? Oh, yes. So, uh, and of course, be, being in a strange situation, you find yourself uh, among strange people. That's exactly what happened. So let's let's talk about the credits on this one. Uh, the, the first run, this thing started January 11th. The, the last one started January 13th. These are both brand new anime. There's been five episodes for a total plan of 12, and you could watch them all on Crunchyroll. If you don't have a premium account, that's fine. You're just going to be one week behind. So you can only see four episodes right now. Oh, no. So sad. And you might have to watch some commercials. Whatever. But first, let's talk about the protagonist. Kotoko Iwanaga. She is a 17-year-old girl. Look at her. 
That is what a Japanese 17 year old looks like. Uh, uh, with purple nope, eyes? Accept and it. Blo okay, I'm there. I'm in. Accept it. Okay, now, she was chosen to be the goddess of wisdom. And she for joined the, spirits, the Navy? For the spirits. And, nope, that's, she just likes to dress like that. Likes to dress like Donald Duck. Got it. There you go. Now, when she was 11, she was taken by the yokai, the spirits, and they asked her to be their goddess of wisdom, which is basically like a, like a mediator. That's a nice gig. You can get it. Yeah. Well, uh, there, there are some, there's some stuff you got to do. Uh, she said yes. And then they said, oh, great. Thank you. Oh, but to be the proper goddess of wisdom, we have to cut off one of your legs and take out one of your eyes. She's like, what? And then they did it. So she so, has so it's uh, like working for her, EA. Yeah. Yeah. Her right eye is fake and her left leg is a prosthetic. But because of that, she can now see and touch all spirits and hear them and talk to them. And, and they all basically, not all of them, but like 90% of them revere her and call her our lady of wisdom. So, you know, I guess it's a sweet gig at some point, but basically her job is to be mediator. If there is a problem between spirits, if there's a disagreement, an argument, some protocol has been broken, they bring her in to settle everybody down. If a spirit goes nutty, then it's her job to make sure that this per this spirit is put in its place. All right. Now this works, even though she was 11 years old, she was very successful because most spirits are super dumb. Fair enough. Really dumb. So she basically is the smartest person in the room wherever spirits are around. All right. Now, like I said, sometimes they get violent. And she has to put them down. But she decided that, uh, well, they're getting a little too violent now, so I need some help. So she found our next protagonist, Kuro uh, Sakuragawa. Oh, yes, there it is. There you go. Now, why why was she tapped? I mean, what, why, why did uh, she tap Kuro? Well, there's one reason. Uh, she met him two years ago at the hospital when she was going for a checkup, you know, to get her prosthetic uh, adjusted, you know, and a physical, whatever. And she immediately fell in love with him, but he had a girlfriend at the time. So she waited two years until he, she broke up. It, she, she's been holding a torch for this guy for a while, but, uh, there's another reason I'm going to get to that. Uh, he's a university student. Uh, he, at the beginning of this, he is in his third year at university, I believe. But the thing is that the, uh, the real reason he was tapped is most yokai are absolutely terrified of him. They see him and they run away. Run away. Well, why? Yeah, that's the question. Isn't it? Well, he ate the flesh of two yokai. And he gained powers from that. One of them was a mermaid. All right. And the power, the power he gained from that was immortality. Uh, it didn't work for the mermaid. No, doesn't work for the mermaid. You have, uh, you apparently you can be killed. It just takes special magical means or lessons says or whatever. He ate a mermaid. Yes, well, ate a know, mermaid. They taste like sushi. They, they apparently, he didn't. They, they had a cutscene. You know, they, they say that people like taste like you know ham. Yeah, pork. Yeah, and mermaids would taste like fish and pork at the same time. Oh my god, that would be awesome. You cook that right? I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Mermaid tacos would be amazing. Oh, geez, a little salsa on there. Yeah, I'm and telling you. Some, 
Oh, that'd be good stuff. Anyway, 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 let's stop that stuff. Now, eating the mermaid, it gave him immortality. Basically, it's it's like a... Uh, he mapled her. Dead, Deadpool level healing. All right? So he's so hard to kill, he's basically unkillable. Now, he won't talk about the other one. He does, in, in, later on in the series, he does talk about it, but I'm not going to ruin it for you. He, but there's another one he doesn't talk about. Now, Iwanaga has him help him when, when they get really violent. That's why she tapped him to to be in dangerous situations well, sure yeah. she is she is in love with him but have having an immortal guy around who the yokai are terrified of can who the yokai out. are terrified of is really good right and as a matter of fact uh he has another superpower that that uh, is probably one of the reasons that uh, that yokai are afraid of him and that's our clip so go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage yes. it, yeah. it, it, it bit his arm off yes Yes, it did. He doesn't and seem he to mind. Doesn't... No. See, uh, he no longer feels pain. Oh. So it doesn't really matter. But uh, you are customer service for a few years. Then. There you go. Now you're now you're gonna see why why uh, biting his arm off was a bad idea. Yes, he's poisonous to Yoko in a really dramatic fashion. Oh jeez. Yeah. That was still sorry for just yeah, it's it's like Ark of the Covenant type reaction. Oh, jeez, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, so there, there's that. Now, uh, next we have we have Saki Yumahara. Now, this this uh, was uh, this was a uh, Kuro's girlfriend uh, that uh, uh, that uh, um, uh, Iwanaga met at the hospital. Uh, she she was with Kuro when when they saw a yokai. They were walking in the river not in the river, but by the river at night and a, a kappa came out of the water, which is like a kind of like a creature from the black lagoon type thing, but they're nice. They're, they're, they're not, they're normally not bad, but it looked at him, called him a monster and ran away or swam away. And she was like, what the, a monster called you a monster and ran away. He's like, I don't know. That's just weird. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's just crazy. keep going. And then uh, they were washing dishes that that night, and bro- he he broke a glass and cut two of his fingers off, and she saw them instantly grow back. And she freaked out, like last straw type deal, and left him. Hmm. All right. Now, episode three comes with a two year time skip. All right. And during that during that two years. Saki becomes Officer Yumahara. Ah. She left him, went went to another city, and became a cop. Valdar says so shallow. Valdar's so shallow. Get cut off all the time. He's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Now, because of her experience with the yokai and and with Kuro, uh, she can actually sense yokai where most people can't. Like see the evidence, see them if they're doing something active, where most people just can't see them at all. Because, because of her exposure. But she also has PTSD. Not just from seeing the, the uh, Kappa, but seeing Kuru and his crazy powers. Yeah. Her brain kind of snapped a little bit, and she carries PTSD with her to this day. Fair enough. Yeah. So That seems a little uh, not, much to have PTSD from. I, I know, I know. But... You know what? Becoming an officer, you're going to see a lot worse, I would think. I know, right? You're going to see a lot worse than that. Well, maybe not a lot worse than the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's fair. I mean, yeah, she did see the creature from Black Lagoon. So, and all all the girls in that movie seem scared. So, okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Okay. Now, speaking of creatures from the Black Lagoon, let's talk about the antagonists, which are the yokai. Now, yokai are spirits that inhabit the world. There's all kinds of spirits. There's animal spirits, mountain spirits, lake spirits, air spirits, whatever. All kinds of spirits. Most of them are harmless. Most of them, 99.99% of them don't care about you. They go about their day. They, they do what they do. You do what you do. And nobody is the wiser because most of them are just dumb. Really, really dumb. That's just what they are. They're dumb. Some get angry or confused. And those are the ones that cause problems. Those are the ones that the goddess of wisdom is tasked with dealing with. Okay. Like I said, she mediates disagreements, stops them from being discovered. And her job is to talk them down or eliminate them. That's last resort. But the spirits understand sometimes that has to happen. The ones that are confused and can't be talked their senses or ones that become violent and can't be assuaged, they just gots to go. That's it. That's how it works. All right. All right. So what did I give Inspector? I gave it three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. Right. So why did I do that? It has a novel premise. You know, there's this little girl who is asked nicely by spirits to help them out help them stay hidden help them stay uh, stay around the world but not be hunted by people all the time great wow that's actually pretty cool and the writing for the characters their backstory their uh how it ends to situations the characters riffing off of each other all well written and the depiction of the yokai i love it i love it it, it is it is the most accurate to uh to japanese folklore i've seen in a while for example yokai and 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 gods depending on what area of japan could be considered a yokai or god like a like a a serpent yokai in one part of japan could be revered as a god of water and prayed to to make rain whereas in another part of japan it was just a, a spirit and that was it but Hey, that's life. But now it is time for our follower giveaway! Thank you for everyone who hey. stayed through the dark, troubled times of the desert of Upload. The dark times are upon us, but not for you, because now you get to go in a giveaway! Exclamation point, Shante! And you too can get into this giveaway, which should have just opened. Right that's now. right. Yes. It's spelled it exclamation is. point, Shante! <laughs> so go ahead and type it exclamation point shante and you two can be Ooh, in sauce it sauce mouse is in. Ooh, duncan's in Ooh, look at you that. know what's funny uh in the recent revision well a couple of years uh, five years ago now of the warhammer fantasy world mm -hmm. the elves were renamed the elves a-e-l-f's or something right why It was part of the Age of Sigmar thing, which is all terrible. So, okay. but, you know, you read it, it's, it's elves, right? Elves, you know, sure. whatever. A-E-L-V, you know, elves. Sure. Great. Okay. But on the message boards, a lot of people have started, from America, started posting pictures of Alf. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, the Alf, you know, what a stupid name. They're like, and the British people are like, what are you talking about? Because one, they didn't know the TV show. But also, apparently, 
Yeah, someone actually, I had to look it up. In American English, A-E is pronounced ah. In everywhere else that speaks English, it's A. So, in British, it was elves. In America, it's alfs. So, that's why everyone started laughing. Yep. It's like, but then you know, I was thinking, it's like, I've never, I'm from America, but I've never thought A-E was ah. It's, yeah. Oh, those of you say, that's Shanta. Yeah. No. Shanta. Yeah, Shanta. That's Shanta. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, a, with, a, with a silent E at the end. Who the yeah. hell does that? It's, you know, he's, you know, you got Santa in the north and Shanta on the equator. Bam! Yeah. You know, so, no, no, so awful. Uh, but I just found it was strange. So that's a weird, unrelated story. All right. But that just showed yet another reason why uh, Age of Sigmar is terrible. Do you know how you know Age of Sigmar is terrible How's from that? Games Workshop? Every single video game that's come out recently dealing with Warhammer Fantasy is never Age of Sigmar. Ever. Doesn't it's all sound. old world. It's all original Warhammer Fantasy world, which is interesting and rich and diverse and dark and fun. And Age of Sigmar was, let's blow up everything so we can have everyone fight everyone for no reason. And we'll have fantasy space marines now. People love more space marines. Yeah. They have like weird gold face plates. Outstanding. Yeah. Zon! Oh, Zon, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, Zon. Thank you, Zon, for cheering my hatred of Age of Sigmar, because Age of Sigmar <laughs> is bad. Nice. All right. Moving on. Remember, exclamation point, Shantae, to get Shantae, half GG here, an awesome platformer game. Moves well, fun game. Do you know what the most, what's the most expensive Game Boy Color game is Shantae? Really? That was the first Shantae game. Oh, okay. You don't care, but it is. Fantastic game. I played it on emulation because I don't have like 600 bucks for a Game Boy Color game. Fair. One second. Uh, coughing feels so good right in the jumblies. Oh man, that's that's great. <laughs> yes, Garthon's comic poll. Garthon buys comics. He regrets his decisions and then he tells you about them. First, today, let's talk about <gasps> Amazing Spider Man. Colon, the Daily Bugle, number one. Written by Matt Johnson. Art by Mac Chatter. Chater? Let's go Chatter. Colors by Dono Sanchez Almara and Proto Bunker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not a real bunker, but a, like a... Like prototype a, a prototype beginning of a bunker. Yeah. Kind of like a bunker. Publication <laughs> date according to the internet, which is always right. 29th of yep. January, 2020. All right, let's discuss Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle number one. So the idea is it's going to be stories about the Daily Bugle. It starts off with like a little retrospective showing like when the Daily Bugle was built a long time ago uh, in 1897. And then it's heyday uh, in its own super awesome building in the 70s. And then it shows like two years ago it became the DB. An online presence. And it just had a few floors of the building. And now, today, it's the Daily Bugle again. 
and currently occupies a few floors. It has a news floor. Yeah, a few few floors. It's no longer associated with the the Facebook equivalent of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Just to give you a clue of like, you know, they're on hard times. But they were respectable. But yeah, it starts off with Robbie who's in charge. He's on the warpath. He's grumpy about stuff. Everyone's worried about being fired. Um, but the thing is, he's meeting with a select group of people uh, to try and restart the bugle. Because what made the bugle famous was investigative journalism, not stupid. And that's how you get clicks in the old world. That's how they're going to do it again through investigative journalism, hard hitting news. And to do that, he's they're getting uh, Ben Yurick, their top reporter, and getting it back on the reporting beat. And he's going to take Robbie's uh, young, not young, uh, post-college daughter with him. She's young. She's hip. She knows how to use a laptop. And together, they're going to do stuff. And he's and uh, you get, this may shock you. In a plot twist, the old reporter is like, I don't need that young person hanging out with me. I was getting stories when she was in diapers. Hell, I literally changed her diapers. She's like, you got me wrong. I'm the voice of the future, and this is what this paper needs. Not stereotypical. Wait, totally stereotypical writing, which yeah, you would expect. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, he also sets up, you know, a few other people. And then he goes, Peter Parker, I asked you here to get back on the, because I know you, because we need you back on the bugle. And Peter Parker's like, great. Back to the science desk. It's like, no, we don't have a science desk anymore. I need you back as a where you where you belong as a photographer. He's like, yes, staff photographer. He's like, no, freelance. <laughs> this deal's getting worse and worse by the minute. Pretty much. He's like, oh, freelance photography, like pictures of Spider-Man. Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> and so he agrees to it because he doesn't have a job. And this is the same Spider-Man that used to be a multi-billionaire and frittered it away like an idiot? Yes, yes, that that one. Not okay. the one who made the fortune and was competent. No, 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 who threw it away, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, that guy. It. Got it, okay. Apparently he can't even, you know, hold down a basic job at all. So he's a freelance photographer again. Uh, so the idea is the story's going to follow them and they're gaining stories and investigating things. Uh, ben and the daughter, whose name doesn't matter, they end up investigating like these spider webs showing up around the city, and like they're blaming Spider-Man, like he's leaving webs everywhere. But it's actually not Spider-Man. The webs aren't disintegrating fast enough, and they're figuring, oh, there's something sinister going on here. Ooh, sinister uh, webs. Someone's involved in. Eventually, when Ben's trying to open up a building, it explodes. There's a lot of cat meowing noises. For some reason, they haven't said why. Uh, the daughter wasn't with them at the time because they had a fight. She's investigating her own leads. And the climax of the comic, I'll get to in a second. There's also stuff with Spider-Man swinging around trying to take pictures of stories. And he overhears someone talk about how, like, the water in the river is poisonous. He's like, ha, huh, interesting. And then he goes and he... Tries to investigate it. Like, oh, someone's poisoning the water. So he goes and gets help from Koi Boy. Who? Koi Boy. Like the fish? Yeah. It's like Squirrel Girl, but a boy. And instead of squirrels, it's Koi. Got it. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Koi Boy's a joke yeah. character. Keep reading this book. 
was yep. great. And what's funny is, McCoy was like, how did you get my number to Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Coy boy. Spider-Man. Coy boy. So, he's like, where did you get my number? He's like, I got it from Squirrel Girl. He's like, yeah, of course you did. Thanks. He's like, what do you want me to do? Why did you talk to, like, the, maybe there's mutant fish in the water that could tell us who's, like, Pluto. He's like, look, it doesn't work that. And then, like, sees, like, eight-eyed fish jump out of the water. He's like, oh, son of a... Okay, <laughs> there's, like, a barrel leaking chemicals under the bridge over there. There actually was a mutant fish I could talk to. Damn it. And he leaves. <laughs> Marks, this sounds like a fishy character. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes. Ouch. Yeah. But... This, this book is full enough of that. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so... You have Spider-Man investigating a dirty barrel in the water, because that's important. You have the young, hot-to-go reporter and the old grizzled veteran at odds. I wonder if they could work it out. Uh, and the climax of the book is they, the young reporter finds someone, like, tied up and hung... i uh, sorry, webbed up and hung upside down in an alley. And they imply... She's like... <gasps> Oh, no, she's, like, totally shocked by it. But it's like, is it really that dramatic? Spider-Man webs people up all the time. It doesn't didn't look like the guy was dead or overly injured. He looks unconscious. Maybe he was dead. I don't know. But it, they she made it sound so dramatic. It, was, it really didn't seem dramatic. It wasn't drawn that way. Yeah, not to me. The art's pretty competent, though. I got no issue with the art. I like the artist. I think they do a good job. The color works well. Uh, they could do better setting scenes, I think, but the art's not bad. There's far, far worse artists working in the business, John Romita Jr. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Mac Chater, Dono Sanchez, Automata, and, and Proto Bunker do a good job. You know, more than serviceable and probably better than this book deserves, honestly, because the book is boring. All right, when you're buying a book called Daily Bugle, you're not expecting nonstop action. But it's boring, which is a cardinal sin. Nothing really happens. The best part of the book is Koi Boy. <laughs> Put that under the advertisement. Best part of the book, Koi Boy. <laughs> so it's not awful. It's just boring. And I don't care what happens next, which is not good. Mm-mm. It's definitely a below average book. I'm not going to be nice. I really, the art's pretty, no, I'm not going to be nice. One and a half star. All right. Rock and roll. I could be convinced to go to two, but it's not good. It's not fun. I don't care what happens next. The characters are all cut out, paper cutouts. <sighs> There's nothing to Koi make Koi me... boy. Koi boy. Best Koi part of the book. Boy. Best part of the book. That's, that's sad. Sad. That's, that is the state of this book. The highlight is Koi Boy. Marhaku likes Koi. They're fun to stare at and tasty. Are Koi really tasty? I didn't think they tasted great. That's why they became a showfish. Yeah, I think they're showfish. Perhaps this is a half star too many. It's not a terrible book. It's just bad. It's just not fun and boring. And the art's pretty good. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's eh. So yeah, one and a half stars. I wanted to like it. Now I, now I want to never see it again. <laughs> so what are your thoughts in this segment? Uh, what are your thoughts on Daily Bugle number one? Am I wrong? Is this really, like, am I 
so jaded that I'm not ready to understand what's going on here. This is a great setup of like a change of the guard at the bugle and it's a redemption story. You know, it's like the movie Dodgeball, but with reporters instead of Dodgeball. It's like that movie where they saved a newspaper, but without it being interesting. It's like Pretty Woman without Julia Roberts. But with no, 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 no. If if Julia Roberts character was an underage prostitute, (laughs) that would be bad movie. Wasn't that the movie? Oh, wait, she was an underage. No, man. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, okay, it's like Pretty Woman, but with Koi Boy instead of Julia Roberts. No, it's not that good. It's not that good. All right. (laughs) That would be awesome. So, if you like this review, if you if there's a book that's better than this, I should be reviewing. Let me know. And if you like this review, please like and share. We really appreciate that. It helps the algorithm and the almighty algorithm. Praise the algorithm. Like, share, and subscribe. And do so. Thank you, Legion Myth Anime Comics Games. Be Legionnaire. Don't buy Daily Bugle. Yes, Garthon's comic pull. What are we doing today? I know what we're doing. Arrow number seven. The premier superhero of China, Arrow number seven. According to the Marvel Universe, right now. Previously, someone else. Now it's Arrow. All right. Written by Xiao Lefeng. Art by Kang. Covered by King, who is a master of time and space, and published the 8th of January, 2020. All right, so it says Madam Wang makes her move. I thought she did that a few issues ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, the art is one of the strongest parts of this book, if you like anime style. If you like manga and anime and American comics, this is your book. This right here. Well, the, the cover seems weaker than the actual It art, is. Though. It's the it same sounds, artist, though. Yeah. Cover's the same that's, artist. I double-checked. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, the covers have been really strong for this series until right there. Until yeah. But they're going for drama. I mean, it works for the drama. But, you know, interior art's fun. Um, it's a breezy book. Get it, Arrow. She has air powers. Breezy book. That looks, these are the jokes, kids. Make yeah, sure to tip your waitress. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I only work with this as a two-drink minimum. So... Uh, basically, these spires are popping up all over town. Uh, she's taken one of them down. It shattered a bunch of thing, bunch of ice shards, essentially. Because uh, when you start trying to get rid of it, they turn to giant monsters and attack. So, which is bad. But after she takes out the first one, they start appearing all over the city. Giant ice spires. Um, so this is a problem. Uh. But after she takes it the first one, she goes back to her office to try and like work her real job, where she's an architect. And mm-hmm. Madame Huang, who's been established as a villain in previous books, comes to her is like, ah, we won't be able to help each other out. So it kind of sounds like this is a prequel to before the events of the last six issues, or at least the last clear? five issues. But it's not to me, it's not perfectly clear mm-hmm. because she's also talking about. After the events of last night, she wonders if she still has a boyfriend. 
Well, that was all... Like with Madame Huang and the stone guy she was fighting against. And she had to, like, leave her date and came back. And the guy figured out that she was Arrow and didn't want to... And they were might be breaking up. Because he was actually going to ask her to marry her. And then she's like, I was lying to him. So... But now, she's still worried about the boyfriend issues, but now it's like she doesn't know who Madame Huang is for some reason. So there's a huge continuity issue to me in the book right now. And I went back and looked at my back issues, and I don't see where I missed it. Hmm. So, that's not great. Uh, the art is still really strong if you like an anime manga style. Anime slash manga. Uh, but with more sensibilities from an American comic book. They do love stretching fight scenes out in this book, though. Oh, yeah. They, they love stretching some fight scenes, which is very kind of old-school comic booky, where they'll just stretch out a fight scene for the whole dang book. Uh, the fight scenes are big and dramatic. They're fun. Uh, she has an issue where she's, like, with this other architect, and there's this building, and all of a sudden, with these ice spires coming up, there's supposed to be this building, he's inspired. He doesn't want to move the giant ice freaking spire, and he wants to make one like it. You're... Your your bitrate's gone down again. Oh, gosh dang it. All right. Uh, let me check something. Yeah, my upload has gone just to absolutely hell. They're right. Let's see how I finish this out. Yeah, it looks like it's back. I don't know what's going on today, people. The weather's actually not bad in the area. It's not great. Wow, now I'm up to 10,000 upload. Anyway. So. She goes to investigate the spire and it turns into the ice monster, but it doesn't attack. She figures out that it only turns aggressive if you start trying to move it or fight it. If not, it just kind of hangs out and turns back into a spire. But there's also stuff going on with Mady Madame Wang's trying to play her. But then again, yeah, she should know when she, that should be an enemy. So it's very strange. Mm. Um, is this the new 50 Reboot of Green Arrow? Not even a little bit, Raven's Lair. So, it's a weird book. The, if it wasn't for the weird discontinuity between the previous issues and now, yes, this is Marvel, Mar Um, yeah, It's part of Marvel's deal. They try to get us some Asian artists who like Asian-style books. Uh, Arrow is one of them. Swordmaster is the other. Or is there the Japanese? No, she's Chinese. Anyway, so I like the book and I like the story, except for the weird continuity disconnect I got. If you didn't know the previous continuity, you just picked it up here, it'd be great. You wouldn't know. Everything's fine. So, I don't know. I like the book, but I can't really highly recommend it because they haven't explained any of that. And I'm pretty sure I didn't miss anything dramatic. So because of that, unfortunately, it gets two and a half stars. Just mm. an average book. I like the art. I like the action. It's kind of interesting. It's nothing that other issues this made me stand up and go, wow, that's a great book. Wow. This was kind of like, eh, but why is this? But so, you know, I get it. It's average. You know, it's not bad. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Made me kind of scratch my head a little bit sometimes. I'd like to see, like, other characters show up. I see other villains or heroes or something so yeah arrow number seven it, it's a book okay you could do you could do a lot worse 
you could read the Daily Bugle. <laughs> so what are your thoughts in this segment? What are your thoughts to error number seven? Did I miss something major? Am I just not that bright? True. Mm. True. Yeah, I'm not going to fight that one. But uh, let me know. And if there's a comic book or series I sh- you would like me to review that you think would be fantastic or at least want to hear my opinion on, please let me know. If you like these reviews, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure, make sure to do so to encourage me because I have very low self-esteem and I entirely base my self-esteem on how many likes and shares I get of this video. Sad but true. Very true. Heathen Dog is merciless to me if, if his videos get more than mine. So come on. Yep. Help a, help yep. a brother out. Subscribe to Legion with for anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire. Uh, stop. stop. The, the reason I was laughing uh, at the beginning of your segment, I'm sorry, but it hit me. The, a song hit me in my head. Uh, pretty Coy Boy. Flippers down the street. Pretty Coy Boy. <laughs> the kind of fish I'd like to meet. <laughs> he, <laughs> I couldn't help it. He is kind of pretty. <laughs> You look up Koi Boy, he's a he's kind of pretty. I know, but this is the Koi Boy pretty woman prostitute thing. The whole storyline flashed through my head along it just, with It the just song. works too well. It works too well. I know, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in. I couldn't hold it in, I'm sorry. Does Aaron know who Wang is? It seems like no, Mark Hawkman. It seems like she has no idea who she is. Even though she trained her. So, very strange. And just to let you know, our latency right now is 34 and a half seconds so that that's how far behind yeah, the, yeah. Uh, video I, I don't know why my internet's so weird today it's just yeah. it hasn't been good all day i don't know don't tell yeah. you all right three Yes, Garthon's comic pull. What does Garthon have for you this week? Let me check the magic screen. Oh, magic screen. Reveal unto me Spider-Verse number four. All right, Spider-Verse number four is written by Taryn Killam. Art by Juan Gideon. Colors by Brian Reber. Publication date, 29th January 2020. Flipper will sue. All right, so... Spider-Verse is a story of Miles Morales, who is a Spider-Man, who is going through the Spider-Verse to try and repair the web of the universe or some such. I forget the Makes perfect sense. Yep. But he's, uh, because it's been so damaged, it's kind of like it, not quite quantum leaping him, but it's basically popping him to different universes until he fixes what's wrong and then he's allowed to leave. Um, that sounds exactly like quantum leaping. <laughs> except he's not in other people's bodies. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's like Quantum Leap, but he gets to keep his own body and superpowers. I blame time travel for my bad latency today, yes. So, I like the cover. That's a cowboy Spider-Man. That is pretty good. I like that. The Lone Stranger. Ooh. Who is the Wild West version of Peter Parker. Sure. You know, it's got to be wounding to your ego, I would think. When you're a Spider-Man, you're Miles Morales... And you jump by the Spider-Verse, and everyone you meet is named Peter Parker. It's like, really? There's not even, like, a token <laughs> Miley Morales who's a girl, you know, and another? No? No one? <laughs> a, a girl aborigine? Just somebody? Somebody. Come on, really? Give, give me somebody. You know, uh, Lady Miles Morales who's Spanish nobility and a spider person. Come on. Give me, give me something. <laughs> nope. Nope. He shoots webs out of his gun? He, where's he getting web shooters? He's in the Wild West. 
<laughs> oh, that makes perfect sense. Sorry. You're t- okay. <laughs> All right. Wild West Spider-Man. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's just him having web shooting bullets is more far-fetched than having web shooters. It, it logically makes actually more sense because you just log load web cartridges instead of bullets. That actually is more logical. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Logical. Anyway, so he runs out there. He stops your train robbery. Uh, basically, the web is damaged in that it looks like maybe he dies. Basically, well, she tries to stop these train robbers, and the guy who runs them is really, really bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, so, long story short, uh, the train robbers kind of get away. Miles Morales teams up with the lone stranger who gives him the typical Wild West. I don't know. I work alone. People work with me. I tend not to survive too long. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I hop around a lot. It's actually kind of funny when you first meet him because Miles Morales is wearing like a big sombrero and a poncho over his Spider-Man suit. Mark says pistol web shooters are dumb. No more Hawkman. No, they're not. <laughs> they kind of are. But you know what? I'm with it. I'm there. I'm for it. Okay. Why not? Why the heck not? So, if you think about it, it actually makes a lot of sense with the technology at the time. Sure. It makes sense to me. Anyway. Sombrero. So, he... Basically, they stop the robbery so the guys get away. They are off their own. He's trying to convince him, hey, I need to stick with you and help you out. And that way, I can... Because like, he actually makes the thing. I'm actually like quantum leaping. You don't know what that means. You have no idea what that TV show is. You don't know what TV is. Anyway, I basically, if until I fix what's wrong, I can't leave. And that's what's going on right now. Because the Lone Stranger knows Miles Morales because they met during a previous Spider-Verse event where all the Spider-Men were together. So they've mm-hmm. met. And they, they bring that up. Like, I recognize you, hombre. Like, oh, cool. But it's a neat scene where, like, the senorita comes over and starts trying to explain Spanish that their village is being attacked and they need help. And he's like, yeah, no habla. And then, of course, Miles starts speaking perfect Spanish. Well, perfect Harlem Spanish. And he's like, you you speak, you speak Spanish. He's like, I'm deep. I'm a deep guy. <laughs> but eventually figures out, you know, hey, the bad guys are in the village. They need our help. He's eventually agrees to help. They go there. They save the village. They buddy up together. Uh, he say, Miles Morales stops Lone Strange from getting killed. All is good in the world. Uh, he ends up settling down with the senorita. At least it's heavily implied that he settles down the village with the senorita because he finally found a place to call home after losing everything and he's happy. And that's when he gets to, you know, quantum leap out. Sure. All right. That's basically the book. There's some action in the in the middle of it. Not a deep book because it's not meant to be. It's meant to be a one shot. Hey, here's this character. Here's what he does. Here's what he's about. And then he moves on. That's all they want. Okay. And they do that. And it's fun. It's a fun book. And the art's pretty good. It does what it needs to do. I do have a problem, though. Other than the web web guns? Other than the web guns. All right. Uh, If if you look at at the panels that you put up there, they made a point that whenever you could see the train, you could also hear it. Chugga, 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 chugga. That's kind of dumb. Do you know why they do that? Why do they do that? Because that's how it is in movies. Okay. Watch an old Western. That's how it is. All right. All right. It's just, it, it's distracting. It's distracting to you. 
other people. Okay. But no, I get, I get what you're saying. No, it kind of bugged me first when I read it. I'm like, do I need that much chugga chuggas? You've established you're on a train. Yeah. I get That's it. That's all you need to do. I get it. establish your own train. Yeah. But it's a stylistic choice I don't necessarily agree with, but that's only for, like, the opening scene. Right. Okay, good. All right. And you notice that his bullets don't go thwip or bang. They go, they go thwang. thwang. Because it's a merge of, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you see, once you say Cowboy Spider-Man, you kind of got to get on board with how ridiculous it's going to be at that point. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You know what? I'm on board now. Okay. You're not, but I was okay. No, I am. I'm on board. I'm on board. You're in like steerage. You're not in first class, but you're there. <laughs> no, no, I'm on the train. Though. You haven't invested. You haven't invested in a high class ticket, but you're on board. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so, Spider Number Four. I thought it was a fun book. Did it blow my mind? No. Is it the best book ever? No. But was it fun? Yes. Did it do what it needed to do? Yes. Did it make me want to read the next issue of Spider Verse? Yes. And that's really all they're going for here. So as a book, it was highly successful. Three and a half stars. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Fun book. Lone Stranger. Why not? That's not an obvious name either. I mean, VeggieTales used it. So I guess it is obvious. Um, (laughs) Three and a half. Yeah, Duncan's right. Three and a half stars. Spider-Verse number four. Fun book. Read it. Or not. It's not going to affect your life that much. But it's fun. I don't know if that's condemning or if that's high praise. It was not going to affect your life. You know what? That's actually leads you to myth. It's not going to affect your life. That's our tagline. Be a legionnaire. <laughs> actually, it can affect your life. Actually, honestly. We bring people together with love and sarcasm. And occasionally, I, I like try and imitate that song from Ferris Bueller. But I go, mm, boom, boom. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka. <laughs> That's how I entertained myself. There it is. Bump, bump. What, what was that? We'll talk about later. So, what did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Spires number four? Was it better than I thought? Worse? The same? You agree? You should agree. But if not, let me know. If you do, let me know. Because everyone loves validation. And then I'll pretend to agree with something you like, and that'll be great. Is there a comic book or series you'd like me to review? Please let me know. If you like these reviews, make sure to like and share. Make sure or dislike them. You know what? The algorithm don't care. That shows interaction, and that's really what matters. But I'd prefer a like because otherwise I will have to go to my sad hole and drink sad juice. And you don't want that to happen to me. Nope. Subscribe to Legion of Myth for anime, comics, and games. Be Legionnaire. Now it's time to pick a winner. All right. Yeah, and since we're so far behind, I'm going to give it 30 seconds. That's right. Exclamation point Shantae. Exclamation Shantae. Yeah, we're we're up to 17 seconds latency now, so that's good. That's better. Yeah. My voice is holding up pretty well. Good. I still have to cough occasionally, but I'm doing better. Of course, my coffee is always painful. So that, maybe that's why I'm coughing less, because it hurts. That mind over matter. There it is. There it is. Exclamation point. Shantae, people. We got uh, 15 more seconds. Apparently, And then I will be ending the giveaway. Apparently, Jarmita Jr. is now the full-time artist on uh, Action Comics. So guess what book I'm not going to be getting anymore? Uh, Action Comics. That would be the one. That would be the one. Exactly right. I need to inform the people to my poll. If Jarmita Jr. wrote it or 
through it. I don't want it. But this is the best book ever. The writer is incredible. I don't care. No, you don't understand. J.R.R. Tolkien came back from the dead just to write this comic. I don't care. You don't understand. Tolkien is teaming up with that dude who wrote Wheel of Time, whose name you can't remember. Yeah, so what? I don't, I don't care. And, okay. and Douglas Adams. Or sorry. Yeah. No, don't care. Time for the RPG as he, he the door called it. But it's not RPG. I, 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 shut up. It's a platformer. No, no, no. It's the uh, no. I I said RPG instead of RNG. Oh, okay. When, RNG's when we were next. Doing it. Yeah, RNG's next. That's right. But and I'm closing the entries right now in five, four, three, two, one. Close. And we are now going to pick a winner. Who is the winner? Mar, Mar Hawkman. Is the winner. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. Outstanding. I'm going to see if I have your email address. He's one of all followers get your free game here. What? That's a weird thing to say. Streamlabs is strange. Only Mar Hawkman gets a free game. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. Yes. All followers of Mar Hawkman who are currently watching (laughs) and are named Mar Hawkman. (laughs) They get a free game. Everyone else gets both. No one else. You can get a free game from someone else. Yeah. Unless you're Mar. Bum. There's a god that wasn't battled to Horace's this donkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. That's it's it's right, but it's mean. <laughs> Just because it's right doesn't mean it's not mean. Yeah. And where is Oh crud. Okay, you gotta remind me to get his email address later. All right, Baldar, we need to get your email address, so make sure to message it to him. In the meantime... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Least of Myth, RNG, the random number generator. We talk random things happening across our minds and across the, the nerdosphere. If you like this random nerd content, be sure to... like and subscribe and share. Thank you for your consideration. And now, are you playing the wrong RPG? Yes. Possibly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. All right. There are a lot of RPGs out there, but right now, Dungeons and Dragons, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons, has a huge resurgence. It's become part of the public zeitgeist. Uh, D&D is bigger than it's been since the 80s. It's mm. everywhere. You got famous people playing event, talking about it. Uh, and honestly, famous people playing D&D for a long time, but you don't really hear about these games. But now that they're streaming, they're filming, people are talking about it. And so all these people who before wouldn't be affected by pen and paper RPGs are now getting on board. They're having a good time. They're playing with their friends. And everyone's playing D&D, it seems. But here's the thing. Most of the groups you see people talking about or posting, or you not most, I'll say a lot, look more like the people you should be hunting instead of the actual heroes. You got like demon people and orcs and, you know, there's one human there. He's cool, I guess. Maybe he's evil. I don't know. But basically the groups look like the villains. Yeah. I mean, they're all inhumans. They're all monsters. They're all from evil races, but I'm good. They're not your classic... 
D&D parties. They're not your heroes banded together. Uh, whether they're incredibly competent or a bunch of kind of dorks. Uh, who are, but they, they're not heroes. It's not saying it doesn't look like heroes, they're for the, but they're not monster races. They're typical fantasy Tolkien-esque legendary story heroes. And even in the original First Edition Player's Handbook, Gary Gygax talks about how why you shouldn't let people play monster races in parties. That's a topic for another day. So the issue is, I think, not that people are bad because they're playing monsters, and that 5th Edition is going to let them do it. Because Wish of the Coast doesn't care if you buy the books to burn them in effigy. If you want to buy the book to play a character who is, let's say... A cat who walks around and can use magic for some reason, they're cool with that. They don't care. In fact, there's rules for it somewhere. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they're, they're, they are a business. And if you want to play D&D your way, even though most people will say that's wrong, they're still going to want to take your money. So they'll make rules for it. Duck says, who want to play it want to play the magic cat? I brought up that as an example because in a previous game, I played a, an awakened cat wizard. So, yeah, I'm guilty. But the rest of the group was fairly normal. See, if you had, like, the old groups that have, like, one weirdo. Like, you'd have, like, maybe the one half-orc in the group, right? Or you'd have, like, the one goblin who was actually good, who was, like, the pet, who was the idiot pet who followed around, but was kind of helpful. You know, now the whole group is the monster. And, like, they have the pet human with them. Duck Dynasty were Realistic Cat or Hello Kitty style. I was Puss in Boots style. Ah. Even if you look at the original Puss in Boots legend, he's walking around two legs wearing boots and holding, using weapons and stuff. So, you know, hey, why not? Why not? That's what I did. Anyway, that's regardless. That's not important to the story. Well, it could be. So. I'm not guilty of this at all. I've only played humans. So the thing is. D&D is going to make you do this, but it takes away from what makes D&D interesting as a game, where you're playing that high fantasy or low fantasy world based off ideas from Lord of the Rings or Beowulf or the Iliad the Odyssey or classic tales. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Where he was monsters were monsters and heroes were heroes, and there was right. a line. And if someone was playing like, uh, uh, someone had a Minotaur character, you'd kind of look at them funny. And it'd be really strange. Now, oh, well, I was a minotaur, and he was a dragon, and that guy was a lizard, man. And, you know, like, for instance, lizard man. That's probably the weirdest character in the group. Now it's just standard. There's no eyebrows raised. Oh, I'm a drow. Oh, that's normal. That's kind of common. No, drow are evil monsters who will murder your children in front of you and laugh. Yeah. So, no, they're not. They're, they're bad guys. Doug says he's saying RPG campaign for Hippie John, Foundry Officer, or the Jessica folks. Oh, should I play Ross from 10 Hard Grade? No comment. Ross. I'd play Ross. Ross. So the thing is, with all that going on is, are you actually playing the wrong RPG? Everyone knows D&D. It's ubiquitous. They think D&D means tabletop RPG, but there are so many other games. And you might be playing a game, but you're like, well, why can't I shoot lasers? Or why can't my martial art punches put people through walls? You're probably playing the wrong game. I encourage you to look at other games. That's what we're doing here today. Are you playing the wrong RPG? Here's some helpful suggestions. Alright, first up. I thought I changed the spelling of that. Four Supers fans! 
That's right. Heads up, everyone. Four. It's a joke. It's a pun. <laughs> there Superheroes you go. love Purposeful, puns. Purposeful, completely. It is. Superheroes love puns. For Supers fans out there, all right, we got some suggestions. Hero Champions is like the Supers part of the Hero system. Yes. Uh, fifth edition. That's one of my favorite editions. Great, great system. You I, could, I've reviewed I've reviewed Champion Six Edition on this channel, so if you want, you can check out that in, in the YouTube uh, archive. That's right. The Hero System is immensely flexible. It takes a math, takes a lot of thought actually to build a character. A lot of times, but mm -hmm. you can do anything with it. Yes. Want something simpler? You want to roll some dice? Heroes Unlimited. Great game. Boom, there you go. Roll but up some Palladium, powers. Roll yeah, some characters. It's a great system. It's really easy to it's really easy to make a, to make a character. Uh, they everything is pretty much spelled out. It's been around for a long time, so the process is streamlined, and you're going to be able to find someone to run it. Just just go to your local comic shop or whatever, and you'll find someone who can run heroes. You find someone who can run Palladium, anything. And it's if you're for a superhero fan, this is this is a good one as well. Champions in this, they're my favorite. Yep. Now this next one, Savage Worlds, I have never actually played. Savage Worlds is it. another put uh, general symbol system, kind of like hero system. You can do a lot with it. Uh, the yep. superpower system for the book is really good. Uh, Savage Worlds, I know a lot of, I have some friends who are big hero system people, and they nowadays prefer to play Savage Worlds because they say it's just as flexible but easier to do. So it's something you might want to consider for uh, yeah. RPGs, Mr. Heathen. But uh, Savage Worlds is a great system. The super system part of it is great as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, honorable mentions for Marvel superheroes. Uh, the yes. old, old one. The old, the 80s version. Yeah, especially if you have the Ultimate Powers book. That's Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really fun system. But it's hard to find. It is very hard to find. Yeah. But now, yeah. Uh, if, if, you're go, if you want to just kill monsters, that's your thing. I like to role play just killing bad guys. There's good guys, there's bad guys, and you kill the bad guys to win the day. And they're evil woogies, and they're supernatural. Yeah. Exactly. Then the monster killer fans in you, uh, again, again with the with the pun, uh, riffs. That's what it is, man. You you are you are a human. Well, riffs is really wacky though. Yeah, it's it's a little wacky. But the thing is though, uh, you are your world has been invaded by supernatural creatures from all over the multiverse, and you got to fight for your right to survive to keep breathing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Much. Yes. Yours was better. But yeah, the and you're yeah. doing supernatural monsters, aliens, uh monsters from Earth's own past, just all sorts of crazy stuff. Even if you're a yeah. cyborg, you're still human at heart, literally. Or brain. And uh heart and brain. Yeah. That's right. And uh yeah. And it's it's gritty, it's tough, you can die instantaneously, but it's understandable. And it's just you like you like you like lots of damage, you like lots of shooting, you like lots of killing. That's your game. Another one for just killing the bad guy is beyond the supernatural. This one, there is clear you are good, they are bad. They want to eat your children, your brain, your genitalia, whatever. You kill them to make them stop that. Much more street level games than Rifts, of course. Rifts is crazy future yes. tech. Beyond yes, the supernatural is modern day. Yes. Uh, you're kind of fragile. The monsters are not. Interesting system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's kind of like a middle ground until you get to Call of Cthulhu, which is you are going to die. You're yeah, going to go this, insane, this, and you're going to die. Yes, this one is more of the gritty, gritty horror monster killer genre because everything you face, literally everything that's bad in this book, 
is an alien monster that you must either subdue or kill or die trying. Yeah. Probably the latter. At the at least you're hoping to seal it away for yes. some, someone else's problem in 100 years. But there is no nuance in any of these games is what we're talking about. You just want to kill things that you know are bad and don't have to think about it too much. All three of these games are your winner. Yep. Yep. And as for combat, uh, left to right, Rifts is heavy combat. Call of Cthulhu is light combat because usually combat's a bad idea. Yeah. Usually, usually you're not is. very good at it. No. Re- read old H.P. Lovecraft stories. He's not talking about people who are able to take, you know, guns in the monsters' faces and, you know, laugh. No, no. Yeah, no. No, surely the, run for the monster. What, what I have found in Call of Cthulhu is the most effective fighter is the jock with a baseball bat. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 And even then, don't go toe-to-toe. Just run. Uh, he's really good, though, at holding the monster off where he else runs away. Yes. When you hear the screams, you'll you'll know to miss him later. So, but yeah, that's for muscular fans. So, you know, if you're like, I just wish my D&D game was more gothic horror, you're in the wrong game. Mm, yeah. D&D can do gothic horror. Say it can't. But you want a system made for that. Who's going to make you roll for insanity. There, This is where you need to go. But for your anime otaku fans, you wanna, you're like, I like D&D, but I want to do wacky stuff. I want my alien girlfriend. All right. Big eye, small mouth. BESM, the role-playing game. Teenagers <laughs> from outer space. There you go. And Robotech, a little more, the most serious of the three here. That that is the most serious. But since it's based on an anime, yep, it fits. It, it fits. fits. It has lots of rules for mecha combat. Yes. Uh, honorable mention to Mechton. Uh, I liked that one for mecha combat. Okay. But uh, yeah, big eye, small mouth uh, is a fun, very flexible system. It really it's tailor made to simulate a lot of the anime styles. From Naruto to Ranma One Half, basically, it's very flexible. It's the hero version of anime, but mm. not that flexible. Um, TH Matter Space is more of a comedy game. It's an anime comedy role playing game. It says right on the cover. It's a lot of fun. I played that quite a few times. Not a ton. Wacky hijinks are made to ensue in that game. So if you like more comedy anime, Dragon Ball Z. Um, beautiful dreamer. What's the Japanese for that? A Rescuzochi or something? I don't know. I have no idea. With Lum, the girl in the leopard print bikini. But yeah, stuff like that. Teenage from outer space. It's definitely where you want to go. Tenchi is kind of teenage from outer space. But uh, yeah, if you want to do that kind of stuff, if you're looking for like you're jumping super high in the sky and your long monologues and you're throwing, that's you know you're not looking for D and D. D&D is for, you know, going to the labyrinth and finding the Minotaur and going in a dungeon. You want anime hijinks? These are your systems. Yeah. Spectacle, that's what these do. That's right. That's what they're made for. Honestly, if you want fantasy and spectacle, Earth Dawn's a good system for that. I don't know what the, you know, so. Anyway. <laughs> but if you bunch of anime fans and you're deciding to get D&D, I think you'd probably be happier with one of these, honestly. Now, if... You want to go something weird, something strange, something that a lot of people, for some reason, don't get with a lot, but really should. And D&D is, is not a replacement for any of these games. D is almost the opposite of D&D. D&D is very serious most of the time, or it's supposed to be. If you don't want that, if you want something a little weird, something kooky, something strange, this is it. And Paranoia tops this list. Easy enough. 
I mean, the whole thing is based around you dying a lot. There's a mechanic in it, so you can die and then jump right back in the action like nothing happened. You have six clones. You are expected to die. Yes, you're expected to die. And you sometimes die just because. Right. Don't get attached to your character. Know that no. you might take a... Oh, let's take the elevator to the briefing, citizen, and the elevator crashes. Next clone. That's, like, wait, that's totally unfair. You got yeah. five more clones. And honestly, Shut that's up. the game. That's it. That's how it works. And then you have uh, Tales from the Floating Vagabond, which uh, which I I've read, but Garthon has played. Many times. Tales Many from the times. Floating Vagabond. Uh, if you like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um, Callahan's Cross-Time Saloon, Black Adder, crazy stuff. Weird side humor. Uh, Tales from the Floating Vagabond. Hard to find system, but absolutely fantastic for that. Not meant to be taken seriously at all. You could play any character from anything. Any character who would have a reason to walk into a bar, you could play in this game. Mm -hmm. Hijinks, you have strange powers. Like, there's one power where you could cause a musical to start happening. Uh, Which means everybody starts dancing yeah, with singing choreography. Singing dancing, choreography, you yeah. and the bad guys. Uh, there's the abilities to stay clean at all times. You know, so straight, it's a wacky game. It's a lot of fun. It's comedy, but it's strange. And I really enjoy the system. I've had great fun with it. Uh, also, one of the strange and great fun is Gamma World. You're a mutant something, and you never know when acts will happen to end up with more powers. It can be played as a gritty, dark future, Mad Max style. Every game I've been in, has tried for that and always kind of devolved into weird, wacky hides into the crazy mutants across the wasteland. Because um, there's just so many... I was in a game where one of the characters was a mutant mushroom. Yes, he rolled that. <laughs> he was a mutant mushroom. He had a shield that was a stop sign. He had a ping golf club as his major weapon because he liked to yell ping when he was hitting people. Okay. See, you're you're describing it, and and I'm thinking a slightly wackier version of heavy metal. Yes, that's usually how most games end up is wacky versions yeah. of heavy metal. There it is. There it is. And the system's made to do it, because you're in a post-apocalyptic world. You have no idea of the time that was before, and you're a mutant hedgehog. Bam. Or mushroom, or or mutated human. Gamma World is the original, and it it and Traveler. I think uh, you types there. I think yeah. Traveler. Oh, sorry. Tra uh, is an original and Traveler. Traveler is a great game too. But yeah, Gamma World. If you can find it, there's newer editions. But yeah, I like those games. All right, for the drama people, for the dramatic, like let's say in your D D game, you're always trying to talk about the humanity of what you're doing, or is the decision we're making right? By saving the princess, are we just propping up an oligarchic system that self-perpetuates oppression across the land? Did the princess want to be saved? Yeah. Number or are, one. Or should we save ourselves? Yeah, see, if you're saying stuff like that, number one, you're playing the wrong game. Right. Really badly. And number two, you should be playing one of these games. Yes. Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, Made the Beast Within. You. Oh, my God. It is... Uh, the old world, World of Darkness, was a step under LARPing. The new World of Darkness, especially Vampire 5th uh, Edition, is basically LARPing. Pretty much. All right? That's what, they, that's what they're looking for. So if you want drama, if, if, if you want, uh, you want uh, uh, acting will get you through the day, then Vampire is your bag. 
Yep. It's right, dark. It it's sad. And you're supposed to go with it. Feel those feelings, yes. baby. Vampire. Yep. Vampire. All the feels. Right That's here. right. Also, what's great for role playing is Amber. Uh, if you've read the books, it's a crazy universe. If you haven't read the books, the RPG is enough to get you through and the ideas. But it's a diceless role playing system. There's no dice. You have skills. There's kind of some interaction. It's hard to explain. People who play Amber, there are some real diehards. Uh, yes. AmberCon is still ongoing. People love Amber, the world, the characters, and also the strange role-playing system that it plays. But it really is heavily focused around role-playing. And so if you're a dramatic person and you really want to get you in, want that, Amber. Yeah. You want that drama in your games, yep. then here it is. Yep, and Amber's a pretty big and tight community. Kind of like vampire players, honestly. They have a whole separate community. But Amber mm -hmm. is, you know, Amber's could be for you. Also, I put on this list, I chose this one, was Warhammer Fantasy Role-Playing. Now, it is a gritty, dark fantasy world. In places, you could say, put us and things are a little wacky, but the role-play game is thick. It's big, has a huge world in it, and everything is kind of sad and kind of dark. And there are all sorts of crazy classes to play. I remember playing a rat catcher in one of them. That was my class. I was a rat catcher. One of my items was rats. I had 1d6 starting rats on a stick. They were dead. Hmm. But we, we started the adventure. Them. I had already caught some rats. Um, so yeah, role, role play, Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. The system is fun. It works really well for what it's trying to do. Death is around the corner. Everyone's miserable. And that's how it's supposed to be. And if you want that kind of dark, dramatic world, I really think Warhammer Fantasy could be for you. Fun game, fun system. So, now, if you're looking for some, uh, just a fighting game, you you want you want a lot of combat, you want a lot of hand to hand combat, and you, you love to, martial arts movies. Yeah, exactly, martial arts movies. You like you like Jackie Chan, you like all that stuff. Then these games are for you. Feng Shui, Feng Shui, role playing game. Feng Shui. What? Come on, Feng I Shui. Said it, I said it properly. Sure. With an American you accent. You didn't say Feng Shui though. That would have been that's worse. That's not an American accent. Fine that's, just saying it, that's just saying it dumb. <laughs> but Feng Shui is the action movie role-playing game. If you love the killers, uh, Chow Yun-Fat, you love those mm -hmm. films, Feng Shui is the role-playing game for that world. So interesting set of interesting powers, interesting ideas. Uh, the way weapons work is weird. Like, it's hard to actually kill someone, but really easy to shoot them a bunch and make them almost dead. Uh, <laughs> um, well, just like in the movies. Just like in the movies. I, yeah. You could kill a lot of dudes, but it's actually a little hard to kill a main character. Not really hard. They could do it if they're meant to, though. Um, so it actually gets that gritty, over-the-top action feel a lot. Uh, so if uh, you're with a group of fans for those, you know, especially like the old Chow Yun-Fat films, uh, Feng Shui is custom-made for you, but... Hong Kong action films, uh, Ip Man, all that feng shui is your, your bag. Uh, the Street Fighter. I know this sounds weird. The Street Fighter storytelling game. Does sound weird. All right. Cover kind of sucks. I know. The It's actually made by the same people who made the original Vampire game. It's an old White Wolf game. Mm-hmm. And it can seem kind of simplistic at first, but the actual combat systems are pretty deep. They actually reflect different martial arts within it. 
And if you want to make a Street Fighter style campaign where you are a, like from the video game Street Fighter 2 type character, that kind of power level, and you wonder the world or you're in tournaments or stuff like that, this is the system for you. Interesting ability to use powers, the way they interact, the way they balance out against each other. It seems clunky at first, but you get, once it clicks, it's actually a lot of fun, this system. Uh, there actually are some expanded books that really help open it up, which you, if you're going to play this game, get all the, get, get the expansion books. <laughs> the basic book is not enough. Okay. Um, and, and ignore the Savat slipper rules. Cause those are, those are bullshit. Excuse my language, but they are, okay. uh, but Savat is our start is fine. Right. And then we come to ninjas and super spies. You were talking about get, getting deep into, into specific martial arts, ninjas and super spies goes goes Mega just deep. bottom of the ocean deep into specific martial arts styles there are dozens of martial arts styles that have been that, that they researched the actual lore the actual you know what uh, what uh moves people who founded the martial arts what yeah, they're people found the martial arts what, all of their powers that they were purported to have in legend and you can get those like dim mock you know, dim mocks uh skin hardening uh uh no shadow Hunter, kick hundred headed punch, whatever you, you can, you can find a martial art that is historically would have that and you can get it. Or like I said, ninjas and super spies, you could be, you could be a secret agent. You could be James Bond in this thing. You can do that too. Or you could be an actual ninja assassin. You could do that as well. And it's a palladium system and you, you can base it in the past. You can base it present day. I wouldn't base it in the future, but you hey, could. whatever floats your boat. Yeah, you whatever could. floats your boat, you could. But uh, if you base it in the present, it has has modern weaponry. Lots and lots of modern weapons. Well, modern as of 1990. I yeah, think. they haven't re-released the game since then. But you can find yeah, PDFs, really you can still buy it. Oh, easy, easy. Palladium will bucks. still sell it to you. Easy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so if, if you really want to get deep lore heavy in your martial arts games, this is it. This is it right here. This will do it for you. Yep. I, I played a ton of Ninjas and Super Spies. Great game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, says it reminds me of a Top Secret. Top Secret was a fun game, but Ninja Super Spies is... Uh, Top Secret is mainly Super Spies, but this is uh, much more martial arts focused. Oh, yeah. And those are just some suggestions we had. Like I said, a lot of people, you're playing D&D, but you're looking for something else. You know? You know it. That's right. It's like yeah. you're buying a car. You're like, well, everyone has a red one, so you just... I guess I'll get a red Corolla like everyone else. Well, no, my friend, you don't want a red Corolla. Not in your heart. What you're looking for, you might actually be looking for a minivan. You don't even know. But mm -hmm. that's really what, that'll have the storage space you need to carry all the stuff. Or maybe you want something a little faster, a little sportier. No, no, no. No, they want the minivan because you can open all the doors now on your key fob. That's true. Or maybe, yeah, you, want a like maybe you want a monster truck, you know. And you're dealing, you're like pretending you have a monster truck by, you know, Play Leonard Skinner really loud every time you roll down the highway in your red Corolla. But what you want is a truck. And now you can hear I just showed you the truck. It's there. It's waiting for you. There it is. It's for or you. the minivan. That's waiting for you, too. What game would be the minivan? Palladium Fantasy. Uh, but I didn't talk about that. Sorry. The Palladium system is the minivan. Yeah. It'll get you I, there. It's not sexy. I think the monster truck would be Gamma World. Gamma World's kind of the monster truck. It's a little yeah. weird. Maybe not yeah. the most efficient system. No. But, but it, it brute forces everything. Yeah. Right. The allegory's yeah. falling apart. But anyway. <laughs> Red Ford Fairlane. Yeah, you know. So look at your other options. 
I know D&D is the sauce. It's the popular thing right now. It's, you know, it is the RPG version of Sriracha five years ago. So, <laughs> 83 is not Honda Civic is Tales from the Phony Vagabond. Tales from the Phony Vagabond is more of like the uh, Studebaker. Like a really well-maintained Studebaker. People kind of stare at you going down the road like, is that even a car? Is that... <laughs> Why does it look like that? It looks like but, it, the front looks like the back. Yes, but if you get in an accident, you just got to hose it down. That's right. It's, it's meant to be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's the floating vagabond. Drive it drunk. Eh, whatever. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Never do no, that. No, don't do that. Don't do that, kids. Don't, don't do that. Actually, no. You should be drinking anyway, kids. That's right. So don't do Adults that don't do that. Oh, yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely. So, yeah. D&D's fun. We like D&D. There are better systems for what you might be looking for. Yes. Just saying. Basically, we, we made this entire segment because too many people are playing D&D wrong. I hate to say that, but yes. I'm tired yeah. of looking at D&D forums and seeing people's parties posted, and they're all monsters. Yeah. And it's like, Tief okay, that's if you want to have fun with your all-tiefling half-demon party, play freaking vampire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tiefling, chaotic good, priestess of Ra. Shut up. Yeah, that just, shouldn't be. Just that's, shut up. No. That doesn't make Stop. any sense for any anyway. No. So no. But you know it's in the book. Anytime I hear it's in the book, it's in the book I can play a Warforged. You're a, a golem. <laughs> no, not according to this. No, you're a monster. Shut up. Yeah. What else are you three? Yes! Thank you, what else? Good to see you. At least you missed the RNGs. Let's got the code for me. Well, you missed all the lag then. What else are you? Yeah, three? you missed the lag, you missed but you missed the game too, sorry. That's true. You did miss the giveaway. So we hope they gave you some suggestions. We hope that maybe open some ideas. If you have a D&D group, things are getting kind of stale. There are th literally hundreds of systems out there. I mean, I wanted to mention Deadlands. I love Deadlands. It's kind of out of print, but it's the weird West role-playing game. Yep. You could make the Lone Stranger from Spider-Verse number four in Deadlands. Like, like you shouldn't. No. You probably could, though. Um, but don't do that. But there are a lot of great systems out there. I'm trying to think. There's so many systems we could have talked about. Things that we enjoyed playing that we didn't get a chance to. They said these are our suggestions. Maybe if others, if others suggest for role playing games, you think people should check out instead of D and D. Like if you're looking for something, something in D and D, let us know. Put your favorite in the comments, and we'll talk about that another time. I mean, Heathen Dog does talk RPGs on the Legion with live stream at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Central on Saturdays. So let us know, everyone. Thank you for watching, and be a Legionnaire. So I this segment. What are your thoughts on the RPG genres? Do you have anything that you want to talk about? Please let us know. Be sure to like and share this video. I mean, if you've played other systems, you want other people to know about them, hit a like. Do you think we didn't need to talk more about weird subgenres, like the all-animal subgenre, like bunnies and burrows, where you have to play an animal? Not even a good animal. We didn't even mention the TMNT and other strangeness. Nope. We should have. That's a great game. That was a good one. Yep. If you like Seventh C, we didn't do Seventh C. Oh C God, I love Seventh C. How can yeah. I not talk about Seventh C? Eh, didn't occur to us at the time. We were under time pressure. Oh, uh, we were under a time crunch. Seventh yep. C is a fantastic game. Oh my gosh! If you want to be <laughs> like the role playing world for Pirates of the Caribbean, when the first film, the good one, that's Seventh yep. C. Hmm. Oh my God, and the second one kinda, but yeah, Seventh C is a fantastic system. I can't talk enough good things about that system. Uh, both first, the original system and Gen the Con. remakes. 
I love the original system better if it's custom made. Then they had a D20 version. Still was good, but not as good as the original system. But, ah, 7C. Love it. But if you have other random stuff you'd like to talk about, be sure to like and share. Sharing is caring. And let us know. Like I said, let us know your favorite RPG. Your favorite non-D&D RPG. If you want to start saying, I have a pay AC says first edition because it is the only true edition. Okay, type in the comments. Let me know. Because there are some people like that. If you're 17 and you're saying that, I'm going to call you a liar. Number one. But if it's true, that's weird. I'm still going to call you a liar if it's true, though. And then I'll be wrong. It's too far-fetched. It is too far-fetched. It is hard to believe. Unless you like you grew up in a bunker. Like, uh, uh, what was that movie with Encino Man? Oh, 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 God. It had Alicia Silverstone in it. Yeah. Uh, did it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Blast from the Past. Yeah, Blast like from Blast past. from the Past with Polly Shore. No, wait, that was Encino Man. Nope, that was Encino Man. <laughs> uh, it had Mal. Uh, That's right. Uh, it, Nathan Fillion yeah, was 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 Alicia Silverstone's ex boyfriend. Uh, what else? Thirty three is already like Blast from the Past. That's right. If you <laughs> That's right. or that Christopher Walken was in it. Yes. Uh, the sequel, Molly Brown. Is that the new series on Netflix where the girl was in the bunker? Yeah. If you lived in a bunker and all you had were books from the nineteen seventies, I would believe you only played first yeah. edition. There you go. I believe that. Yeah. But I'm I'm 43 years old, and my, my first game was first edition AD&D, so shut up. Yeah, same here. My first was first edition AD&D. And then I, after that, I got the red box. Yes, after that was red box, you know, D&D, but first one was yep. AD&D. But, yeah, enough of that. Empire of the Petal Throne. I haven't heard of that one. And Arduin Gru. I haven't heard of those games. I'll check this out. Father's upset if we left the closet without first rolling for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Make sure to be a legionnaire. Like, subscribe. Tell us your favorite RPG that we should consider and why it should be considered. And remember, be a legionnaire. And that is it for tonight, everyone. That was a rough stream. Hey, we saw information. Rough. Next time, 15th of February, 2020, 8 p.m. Central. Start spreading the news, people. Check out our older content on YouTube. Segments, Tales of RPGs, Star Trek Adventures. Ooh. And mm -hmm. Garthas comic poll talk about Batman. <laughs> and where our giveaways unexplored an action roguelike adventure indie. Very positive reviews. Ooh, roguelikes. That means you don't know what's gonna happen. Streaming schedule, Sunday, 9 p.m. Looter, Silver Star Story, that's tomorrow. I'm gonna stream that. And it's yes. gonna be good, because that game's kind of fun. I like it. Oh, it's major fun. I like it. Monday, 10 a.m. Wednesday, not this week. Friday, 10 a.m. Seven days to die. Yes. With Sherris, because my fault has a job. That's right. And Monday, Sherris and I are going to tackle the day 77 horde. Uh, yeah. Just us. Usually, the last few times have been with my fault, too. So we're, 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 we're only at 66% power. Let's see what and we the do. Last one, yeah, the last one almost overpowered us, too. And Monday at 8 p.m. is Don't Starve Together with my fault. Sauce Mouse and Sherris team it up. Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Empyrean, like survival with Garth on a heathen dog. Saturday, The Legion with live stream at 8 p.m. Central. Anime, comics, games, reviews, nerd stuff. Uh, Legion with two. The deuce, 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 deuce. At noon, Wednesday and Friday, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky for the Year of the GRPG for Max Leo. At Thursday at 11 a.m., Max Leo and Noro team up for Portal Knight's Marriage Therapy. Did they take that down? Try not to say that anymore? Look at that. For Portal Knight's Awesome Nerd.
no, no, you really should because they, they do fight a lot. It makes me cry. <laughs> Kill me, Joyce, Indianapolis. Important dates. Bad registration is right now. Right now! Who now? Activity sign up 17 May 2020. Best part of this game is starts through July 2020. Watch League with live streams for Gen Con. Join our Gen Con discussions on our Discord channel. Twitch, YouTube, social media, twitch.tv slash LegionBib. That's Legion with Prime, our primary channel. Anime, comics, games, Heathen Dogs, Teamups, Garthons, Retro Games. And on Legion with Two, The Deuce. The second channel with Max Leo's Year of the JRPG. Nora's Variety Streams. And every thousand bits donated during the stream is a game giveaway. YouTube, youtube.com slash LegionMyth. These are individual Legion with weekly live stream segments. Highlighted video game streams are recorded in tables of RPG videos. Twitter, at LegionMyth. Tweet us, we'll tweet you. That's where announcements happen. You do your live stream announcements as well as giveaway updates. And on Discord, join our Discord there. Chat with us, be the first to know stuff. We go back and forth, we have fun there. I post my comic books there, so you can see what I'm going to be talking about. And you can get our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion of Gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Thank you so much to all of our donators, our Patreons, Gary M., Brian A. Sharers. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And cheers on. Thank you so much. Give sub Zon showed today that he is the hero. We appreciate you so much. Zon, but it's Jamie Jan. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's your donations. They let us keep going. Let's keep doing giveaways. Helps us out with things a lot. Because uh, there are production costs that happen with all this. Mm -hmm. Even with this level of production, there are costs. So we really do appreciate it. <laughs> so remember, everyone, we'd like to thank Officer Crosser Fox. We really hope to see you again. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Warn them about the greatness you have learned. And that you will soon attain Nirvana and leave them in the dust. Because it is true. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great day in the novel.